Bokartov, we are on Mizmor 7, 7th Psalm, Mizmor Zayin of Teilim. The introduction to the Mizmor and the Steinzaltz Teilim says, A psalm that offers the prayer of an individual beset by enemies and falsely accused of wrongdoing, who asks God to acknowledge his righteousness and requit his foes. Okay, very sounds very uh, like a classic Teilim. He wants God to acknowledge his righteousness and help him against his enemies. We've seen that theme already many, many times in the, in the Mizmorim. And the Mizmor begins, Pasuk Aleph, Shigayon le David, a meditation by David, who sang to God about Kush, the Benjaminite. Very, 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 very vague opening to this Mizmor. First of all, the word Shigayon le David. What does that mean, Shigayon le David? So Shigayon could be referencing a few things. First, it could be a type of instrument. This was done on the Shigayon instrument. That's one uh, uh, possible interpretation. That it was done on a Shigayon instrument and it was sung to God. Another interpretation of the word Shigayon is... That it's like, uh, like a meditation, as the translation says. It's like a, a, a deep thought of David. But then... Turgama de Oda Tua Uta. Say it again. Turgama de Oda Uta. No idea what Targum is over there. Turgama, Turgama is usually comes from a... It comes from like a Targum, like a translation or something. Oda Uta... It's like a translation of some kind of a uh, knowledge, I guess. I think, I think it may be no? the Oda Uta. Could it be Hoda? I don't know what Oda Uta is. Mm. Okay. What is Shikayon? What? What kind of instrument? What is that? It doesn't say. Not in here. Sorry, there's another interpretation. I don't know if it's instrument or if it's a melody. It's one of those. Meaning something that's, that's not, nothing to do with the content of the Mizmor and something like a side note. Like, a, remember we said that Sela could mean a crescendo. So Shigayon could be a specific, a specific type of melody. Mashadi, Mashadi style maybe. Mishmoch Hazemet. I don't know. Okay, so Shigayon, David, Lashashal, Adonai, Ben Yimini, who sang to God regarding Kush, the Benjaminite. The, the last interpretation of Shigayon is Shigayon could come from the word Shigaga or Shigia, which would mean a mistake. This is the opinion of Rashi. And if that's the case, then this Mizmor is David talking about one of his minor sins that he did. Now, which minor sin are we talking about? For that, you have to look at the end of the Pasuk. It says, Al ben on the matter of Kush the Benjaminite. So if you're studying the Shemuel classes right now, if you're in the Navi podcast, who is from Shevet Binyamin, who's very famous, who's uh, very uh, involved in David's life. Obviously, David was from Shevet Yehuda, so irrelevant to us. But who was from Shevet Binyamin, who we know very well from Shemuel Aleph? Shaul. So some of the commentators say, the more Midrashic commentators say, that the Kush here is referring to Shaul. So Kush could just be a name... For Shaul somehow. Kush happens to mean like an Ethiopian. So why 
Shaul would get the name of the Ethiopian, there are Midrashim that go into it. I'm not going to go into it. I also don't think it's the Peshat. I think that Ibn Ezra, he does not hold this as Peshat, that this Kush Ben Yemini is, is uh, referring to Shaul. But just to give you like the Midrashic background, the, the Midrashim say that this song is about David talking about his small sin that he had in relation to, his, his, uh, to, to Shaul. What could his sin have been? Maybe whenever he uh, did not kill Shaul or something, whenever he had the opportunity, or I don't know what, what or maybe he didn't show enough respect to Shaul. I, I, I don't know exactly what the sin was, but that's the Midrashic way of going about it. Now the non-Midrashic way of going about it is that this is a meditation by David that he said concerning a certain enemy of his from the tribe of Binyamin who happened to be named Kush. We don't know who this man is, he, but... He wasn't we saying, don't, he's saying... He's saying... He says in a certain nice, eloquent manner, maybe in, because, you know, the enemy in front of Hashem doesn't want to... So the enemy is a Jewish enemy. It's not a... Right. Because he says it, he says... Okay, so that, that's, that's really the background to this. It's a, it's a very complex background to me. It's more, but again, Shigayon could either be a, a, a type of instrument or it could be a type of melody or it could be a type of... It could be a meditation or it could be referring to a specific sin, which is a more Midrashic interpretation. And Kush, the Benjaminite, could be a reference to Shaul, which is also the more Midrashic interpretation. But it's, in my opinion, or in the opinion of Ibn Ezra, and the more Peshat opinions, it's unlikely Kush ben the Benjaminite could have just been someone in David's life who he saw as a form as an adversary of some sort. Okay. What? Yeah. Okay, that would be a more Peshat interpretation. Kush was such a man who used to chase after David, who was one of his enemies. Okay. Good. And and why is that relevant? Because David's always talking about his enemies. That's sure. his main source of anxiety. That yes. led him to sing Mizmorim was because of his enemies. So Kush becomes the the feature in this Mizmor. Good. Hashem, my God, I have taken faith, I've put my faith in you, I've taken refuge in you. Save me from all the people who are chasing me. Deliver me from the people who are chasing me and rescue me. Okay, Pasuk 3. Lest he tear me like a lion, he will rend me into pieces, and there will be no one to be my savior. Lest my enemies, they rip me into pieces, they scatter me around, and nobody could save me. Lord, my God, Hashem, my God, if I have done this, if there is really sin in my hand, what now? What does he mean? What did he do? If I did what? He's talking about the Shigayon. If I have done, maybe. I, 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 I'm not going with Shigayon as meaning sin, but. He's saying that if my hands are dirty. He says, so he's saying, Hashem, if I've really done this, if there is wrong in my hands, if there's Abel Bechapai, so the way the Pasuk is read is, if I've done this, meaning what did I do, if, if there is Abel Bechapai, meaning the end of the Pasuk explains the middle of the Pasuk. Yes, yes, yes. Hashem, my God, if I have been, if I have done this, if I have sin in my hands, if that's what I had done, okay, mm-hmm. if to the person who came out in peace to me, I responded with evil, and helped out my enemies without any reason. Meaning I, I helped out people that I should even, not have helped. Even, I helped out enemies that I should not have been kind to. Meaning if I'm mistreating 
the good people and, the bad and, I'm, and I'm mistreating the bad people. Then let my enemy pursue me and let him catch me. And let him trample my, my life down to the ground. And let him take my honor and place it in the dust forever. Meaning if Hashem... I am actually deserving of all of this being chased and all let of the punishment because it. I've mistreated the people around me, then okay, let it happen. But I'm not. Is there really sin in my hands? But I, I do not have these sins. So Hashem, get up in your anger. Lift yourself up with your, your fury against my enemies. And wake up, awaken for me the judgment that you've commanded. Mishpat, meaning the justice. Wake up the justice because you know, Hashem, that I have not mistreated the people who are good to me. Because and that I have just. not let my enemies off the hook for no reason. So awaken your justice because I do so not deserve to be destroyed. He's a position of defense for himself. He's, uh, is he talking internally? Is this like a constant struggle, internal anxiety that he keeps medi- on coping with? Yes, or is it's he a meditation. Kind of like That's why we said Shigayon. Challenging Hashem, testing Hashem, tell him like... No, I think, I think these are things that probably came to David, David's mind throughout his life. How much of David's reign do we really know? He's a, he was a king for around 40 years, right? So throughout the 40 years is... Was Avshalom the only main rebellion? Avshalom no. and Shaul the only main difficulties no. he had no. in forty years of kings. Every king develops this level of paranoia. Sure. There's always struggle in the life of a king. There are always things and enemies that have to watch out for. This guy is trying to sabotage him because he wants to angle himself for a position and this and this. So it really, it really does make sense that these are all throughout David's life. Every time he had this moment of anxiety. Or moments of fear, he would he would turn to writing poetry and to, to writing songs to Hashem as his that, me, like means calm of coping. Himself and but I, this uh, this comes if this king of Israel is not easy to be king of Israel. You cannot be rich. You cannot be this. You cannot. There's so many rules. Right. The question <laughs> is, does uh, talking to God and explaining that what I did and what I did not. And what you should do, should not. I mean, God knows everything you did, and what was the intention? So yeah, but then you could why, you, why explaining? You it's, could say that about tefillah also. Yeah, why? Why? Whenever Moshe Rabbeinu goes to God, he says, "Please, Hashem, uh, save your people, because if you do not save them, it'll be a chilul Hashem in the eyes of the Egyptians." What Hashem doesn't know that it's going to be a chilul Hashem. What does he have to explain that for? But throughout all, throughout all of Tanakh, that's how tefillah works. We always do explain. I think it's almost like God expects us to explain. No, if we don't explain, then God says, "No, no, you're not. You're not. I need you. I need you to contemplate the things that you ask." Hashem wants to know that you you understand this. Yeah, I think I think I think so as well. Okay, let's continue because it's a long parak. And wake up the justice that you've commanded. And a congregation of nations will surround you, and with it you will return up high. Meaning, the, the imagery is the nations, when you do your justice, Everybody's then Borei Olam, the nations are going to surround you and they're going to guide you as you go back to your heavenly throne. Meaning, they'll show respect to you. Hashem, the judge of peoples, judge me 
like my just my justice and like my my righteousness. Yes. He's back at it again. Yeah, he's back at it again. Please ju uh, judge me according to my he's righteousness, my justice. Press, he presses on that position because he's. Uh... Right. Now, uh, as, as a side point, obviously everything Borei Olam does is just, right? So whenever David is praying, it's it's not only to feel that God shall do justice; it's do justice in a way that I can actually experience it. Meaning, do justice in a way so that it appears it. appears just to me, even in my mortal human brain, or even my own life. You know, God's always just, but some people do have it harder than others. So for the people that have it hard, they don't. It's hard for them to see the justice. So to feel as please, Hashem, let me see the justice. You know. Let the evil of the wicked come to an end And give strength to the tzaddik For God is a judge of the innards of man He judges the, the hearts and the, hearts the, and the, inside. the insides wow. of man He knows the insides of man So please let the evil come to an end And give strength to the righteous For only you know what's evil and what's righteous God the savior of the God, the savior of the upright, is Mashiach. Maginia Elohim, Moshe Yisraelev. So the translation goes backwards. You say, Moshe Yisraelev, the one who saves the ones yeah. who have a just heart, who have a, who have a straight heart. Maginia Elohim. He is my shield. Elohim, Shofet Sadiq, Ve'el Zo'ayim Bechol Yom. God is the judge of the righteous. God is, a, God, sorry, Shofet Sadiq. He's not of the righteous, he's a righteous judge. judge. That's the way they've been translating. I yes. think they're correct. Elohim, Shofet Sadiq. God is a righteous judge. He's a judge of. That, that operates through justice. But he shows his wrath every day. Now, this is like a Kabbalistic concept that there's a moment every day in which God shows his wrath. But the idea is, the idea is that, that he shows his wrath every day, meaning to the evil people. And as part of his justice, he spends a little part of his day every day uh, unleashing his wrath on those who are evil. Now, who are these evil people? So we're going to do a few psukim about the way the evil people prepare to kill the innocent or to kill their enemies. Okay? If he does not repent, this evil man, that David is praying for justice to be uh, held against him. So this evil man, if he does not repent, what does he do instead? He sharpens his sword, mm -hmm. he prepares his bow, mm -hmm. and he... Aims it in the proper direction. That's the evil man. It means that he's continuing on his way. He's not changing. Yeah. He prepares deadly weapons for himself. And he prepares his arrows to use against those who pursue. He, and now look at this pasuk. It's beautiful. Okay? He's still talking about the evil man who's preparing his, his and he's not weapons against him. He's not changing. He conceives evil. Now, Yechabel is from the word Chevlei Leda. It's from the, the birth pangs, the, the, the pain that a woman has That's throughout the birth process. The labors, yes, Not only labor, labor. Throughout, any, oh, throughout all the pregnancy, it's called Chevlei Leda. So it's the earliest thing. Behold, he conceives evil, meaning he starts getting pregnant with evil. Vehara Amal. And then he remains pregnant. Vehara Amal. Amal is another form of evil, of, of treachery, of iniquity. Falsehood. Shakir. And then he gives birth to deceit. It's just a beautiful metaphor that the evil person, it's his, the process of him developing the evil is a, is a process that's, very, that's similar to the birth of a child. 
You know, he, he, the idea germinates in his head and then he slowly comes up with it and he hatches the he plan it, and then he, he executes be, the plan and that's the birth of the evil. Okay? Now, now, if that's the evil person who does not sin, what does David hope? If David is asking for justice throughout this whole mizmor, then he's asking for justice against this evil person who we just spoke about. That he Correct. prepares his, his bow, he prepares him, he's trying to kill people. He doesn't change, he doesn't. He, he, he gives birth to the evil and deceit. So that person, the justice for him is Pasuk Bor kara The man digs a hole deep in the earth. And then he has fallen into the pit that he made. That is the justice towards the evil people. <laughs> he made that, for himself that the pit. The, all of the things that they plan, all of the evil plans it's, that they have towards others, to they end up falling into those themselves. And we've seen this before Correct. in two other Mizmorim. Yes. This concept that the evil people fall in their own, by in their means own grave. of their, they fall in the grave that they made for others, yes. quote unquote. That's a very consistent theme throughout Tehillim. Okay? Yashuv Amalov Roshow, that is wrongdoing. His own wrongdoing returned to punish him and come upon his head. And his violent behavior shall come upon his own skull. That's the justice towards the, the bad person of God. And then when I see that God brings justice to the world, he helps me from my enemies and he, 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 he holds justice against those who are evil. Then I praise God because he is righteous, because he is just. And I sing to the name of Hashem, the Lord Most High. Wow, it's beautiful. Beautiful Mizmor. Wow. Okay, so wow. to summarize the Mizmor, <laughs> to summarize the Mizmor, he turns to Hashem and he says, please help me from my enemies. I have not done anything to deserve getting chased or punished. So please show your wrath against them. And then he starts describing what they've done that they deserve their wrath. The reasoning. The, 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 reasoning, reasoning, the reasoning. The reasoning is that they prepare evil in a very methodical way, almost like a woman gives birth to a child, they're hatching their plans. Hashem, if you're just, please let them be punished by their own devices. Let the things that they created for, the others, for other people, it will, let will it fall upon. And that's the ultimate justice. And if that occurs, I will thank Hashem and, all day. And, want, and I want to see it. And, and I want, and I want to see it. it. I want to be aware of it. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 <laughs>